Welcome back to Silverlight TV. I'm John Pappas, Silverlight Evangelist at Microsoft, and today I've got a special Silverlight Community Leader guest, Ryan Plemons from TerraLever. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. So you've done quite a bit. We talked over the last couple of months and years here about some things that you've done, uh, some cool projects at Silverlight, and one of them in particular really caught my eye, and I wanted to get you on the show to talk about it. Can you tell us a little about the, uh, the game that you wrote? Well, um, first of all, I'd like to give a quick shout out. Casey also helped with the original version uh, of the game, but it was... Uh, you know, I helped with some of it, but we've morphed it from what it originally was up to a Windows Phone application as well. Okay. Um, so kind this of, game is zero gravity, right? Yes, this okay. is zero gravity, sorry. Uh, that's okay. Basically, um, that's a cool game. It's a, it's a little puzzle game. We can show a demo over here real quick. So there's a Silverlight version of it, right? Yes, it's a current Silverlight version. You can get it at zerogravity.terralever.com. And then if you look at uh, my, my blog, we also have the uh, ability to download the source code, and you can look at it all on there. So the source code to this application, is, this game is, is free on your yes, blog site? it's free. You can download it and we'll play with it We'll put a link up then. Great. Yep. So, uh, standard intro. I'll uh, keep the sound off. We don't want to necessarily hear all this. <laughs> um, you know, you have your instructions. You come in, you hit start. Lieutenant Bennett is the, the character that's in here. He's constantly getting lost in space, trying to make it to wherever he's trying to go. And you use the keyboard to move around? For the Silverlight version, yes. You use your keyboard mode, and you go through, and you just basically try to make it to the spaceship after he falls out, and then the so next level... So what are you level, using you know, there when he hits the walls and all that? Are you doing hit tests? Um, well, this is more of a grid-based application, okay. so uh, basically we can tell ahead of time where it's going to actually stop. Because you know the coordinates. Right, we know the coordinates. So we just animate from here to here. And, and when they hit those coordinates, are you using some kind of an easing and transforms, or how are you making the... Um, well, actually, this all existed before we really did easing and transforms, so okay. we actually did the animations built in. So oh, um, this pretty cool. It would have been easier then, I it guess. It would have been easier <laughs> back in the days before it was, you know, WPFE when we were building this, that it actually, uh, yeah, it was, it was a fun... That goes way back, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, but, yeah, so you can see, you just keep going through, you have your teleports, and then... And it's pretty snappy. Yeah, it, it's pretty good for Silverlight, especially for being as old as it was, and it's now a Silverlight 3 application. It wasn't very hard to upgrade at all, which is surprising. If you, you download the source code, you look at it, you'll look at it and go, why did we not use user control? That's, that's why. So one of the big reasons we had you on the show here is not to just talk about the version in Silverlight, which is very cool, but to talk about you've done something pretty amazing by putting this on the phone. Right, and then we, we put this on the phone, and, and the, the one thing that blew me away with all of this is that it was literally done in you know a matter of a few seconds, and being able to transform it over just to actually be playable, and then from there it was just modifying the UI to actually work. So it's the same visual interface and all that. This is running in the phone's emulator. Right. Uh, and just everything's a little smaller, obviously. Yes. We've got the emulator blown up. How easy was it to go from Silverlight code base to the Windows Phone 7 base? Um, it was almost exactly the same. The only thing we had to worry about, um, really, just you know, when it came to the, like, the visual aspects of it, First, we, we had to implement a little bit of tombstoning because you know you have your applications that will right. actually drop down and uh, do all of that wonderful. So somebody presses the start button or goes to sleep or something else, you have to make sure you save the state. Right, and it's something you want to normally build into your applications, your games, right. whatever you're going to build. But since this is after the fact, it was we, we try to get it as quickly as possible into it. And the easiest way was just to have you start at the level with whatever uh, your state was at the time. Okay. So, yeah, because uh, where do you start? If you're in the middle of moving around and somebody presses the button by accident, what do you do? So you take them back to the level that they started at. Right, right. Okay. So they haven't lost anything, and it really, and it, it's always a good thing, I think, to back up to a certain save point mm -hmm. anyway, so that people can get into the motion of what they were trying to do to begin. Now, with. when you tombstone, did you save to the transient state for the application, or did you use the? Uh, I did storage? not. I use isolated storage. Um, okay. I mean, we're only saving a few bits, so it, it wasn't really needing to go into a state. I can write to the. the so flash a little drive. slower to go to ISO storage versus transient state, but then you get the persistence. Uh, even, of, even if the application closes completely, right. right. Okay. 
Um, all right, so basically it's the same thing, but you'll notice that I have to use the mouse now. Uh, you'll notice that the zero gr gravity, all this stuff is a lot larger. And the mouse would be your finger, right? Right, so yeah. the, the mouse would be my <laughs> finger on this. Um, but when you look at it, right, every, the only real difference is that I had to make everything larger, right? Because while it's an 800 by 480 screen, uh, it, it's, it doesn't translate well when it goes down to a really small device. Could you flip back to the uh, web application real quick and just show the images? Yep. So here's the emulator, and we can see the size of the squares and the blocks in there. And here you can see they're about the same size, but the screen's much larger. Right, so you have a lot more real estate to work with, and you'll notice that the, the password box is a lot smaller than on here. So you have about half the real estate, or less in this case, so right. you had to make all the objects bigger. You, you actually have, uh, even if you go to a smaller screen, it'll look the same because it's all vector art. But you'll notice that on the, the computer screen, it's a lot larger, so you can actually see all, all of that everything in here. But when you get to a phone, it's... It, it, really shrinks down even though it's a pretty large right. resolution so you have to wind up oversizing things like text. So and plus you want, you want to have a big enough space to use on a phone for touch points. You right. can't be touching things that are like pen sized. Right and, and, and there is a little bit of a, a thing you have to worry about when you're doing uh, games or something like that. Uh, the way the controls are built out of the box with the phone you mm -hmm. actually have a, uh, a padding that's around it so if you ever try to make your, your text box to be this size you have to remember that it's always going to go a little bit larger right. than that little area. So um, yeah, padding is very, very important in phone apps, whereas in Silverlight Classic apps, you right, don't need to do it as much. Yeah, you have your your touch area, so you have to be able to account for a finger, which a is a lot of things point. you don't think about when you're building phone apps. Yeah, if you've been it, doing it's really, really fun on that. Um, and then, really, the only other thing uh, that we had to worry about on this was just making sure that the right bitmap caching was in there, because this application application was built a long time before the. Uh, you know, the idea of that. It was mm -hmm. back in WPF. So explain we a little bit what bitmap caching is for me. You may not be familiar. <laughs> uh, bitmap caching is basically taking something that's a, a vector art or something and actually rendering it to a bitmap you know, okay. in, in RAM. For whenever it's actually uh, rendering out to the scene, it doesn't redo all of the work of you know, parsing it apart and, and, and reassembling everything to be visual. It just takes the image and drops it in place. Okay. Right? So bitmap caching is just a, a really quick way of... of redrawing the data that was already there. And effectively being faster than if you didn't do that. Right. So as an example, I left this game intentionally. I have a, a quick thing that I wanted to show you here. So we can go through, you can see the gameplay is, you know, decent, same way it was. You have to use your gestures to, to get in. But then on this, this second screen here, you'll notice that how the screen will actually flicker a little bit. Right, right? those electric fields are actually a little, they're not smooth like they were in the Silverlight version. Right, and it's because you're running on a really, uh, Slower device, a lot slower device than, say, a computer. It's not a quad-core three gigahertz no. processor on your phone. Nowhere near it. <laughs> so what I, I've done here is just to show you the difference of what bitmap caching can actually do for you. Uh, so this is your teleport control, right? And in here, I just basically nulled out all of these. Uh, yeah, that's what I need. Okay, so your cache mode right now is set to null. Right, I just nulled them out. So now I'm going to replace all. With bitmap cache. With bitmap cache. So now you can see in here, if we scroll over, we have cache mode, bitmap cache on all okay. of these. And that is the only change that I've made to this one control. Okay, and again, the teleport control is the thing that has the fuzzy field around it that's flickering in right, the Windows right. emulator app. So it was flickering on the other screen, but now that we come in, we have to start and see if I can get there really quickly. And So you got to navigate the little maze. Yes. <laughs> you don't want to know how many times I've done all of these. So when we get to the second screen here, the, the, the fields no longer flicker like they were actually right. you know, going in and out of phase and, and doing all that fun right. stuff. They still pulse because that's what their effect well, is. Well, right. The, their effect is yeah. a little bit of pulse, but they're not disappearing and then reappearing, which right. is what was happening for a split second. Before. before it looked like a bad buffering movie. Yeah. Now it looks like the way it's supposed to look. Yes, pretty much. Okay, cool. 
That's pretty great. So this application, again, is uh, the Silverlight version is up on the link that you provided. We'll put that on the blog. Right. And you've got the source code for it. Now, what about the Windows Phone app? Can people get that? Uh, Currently, not at the moment, but I am in the process of getting it into the marketplace. We've already got okay. the account set up. We just have to make it into the system. So it Great. will be up there as quickly as I can get there. It's pretty cool. And this is uh, actually, it's, it's kind of an underground cult following for this game that I've noticed uh, in the Insider's Cut type community. Well, it was the first game ever built for Silverlight. So, you know, it's kind of fitting that it just was one of the first games that they had put into Windows Phone 7. And too. it's not Pong either, so. Yeah, it's, I, it's I mean, I can show cool you game. a Pong app if you want, but, uh, <laughs> you know, I think this is much cooler than, than that. That's cool. I yep. can't wait to get it from my Apple or my phone. Yep. Hey Ryan, thanks for coming on. Really appreciate it. Yep. And for everybody, thank you for watching Silverlight TV.